Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Pels and Whistles, a podcast dedicated to the 10th place New Orleans Pelicans. Um, now, since the last episode, it's been it's been a week, right? Last week on Monday, we played in the in-season tournament um, quarterfinals against the Sacramento Suns, um, and the Pelicans withstood like a first quarter gut punch from the Kings, right? Like they came out and they could not miss. And it was just like a barrage of three-pointers and just getting like whatever else they wanted. And I believe we were down at 15 at some point in the first quarter, but we finished the first quarter down only by one point. And um, we gave the Kings a gut punch of our own. And then we led by like 15 at some point. So eventually we go on to win the game by like 10, um, 127 to 117. So yeah, 10 points. Um, in that game, that was a really exciting game to watch. And then a couple of days go by, Thursday in season tournament um, semifinals, we play against the Los Angeles Lakers. I personally did not want to play against the Lakers, but the other choice was the Suns. Don't really want to deal with KD and Book either. So it's like, who's the lesser of two evils? A lot of people thought that we could have beat the Lakers. Um, Apparently the Pelicans didn't think that they could beat the Lakers because the way that they came out and played in that game was so sad and sorry. And I mean, I feel like the first quarter was kind of frustrating. And I want to say we might have been winning after the first quarter. If I remember correctly, we were winning by one at the end of the first quarter. And pretty much um, it was all downhill, all downhill from there. Um, they lost by 44 points. And Trey Murphy the third led all scorers off the bench with 14 points. So what that game showed me is that the Pelicans are absolutely not at all ready for battle. Like they, it was a big game. I thought that they thought it was a big game, but the way that they showed up, like they didn't show up. They didn't show up at all. I can't even confidently say that this team showed up, but it was um, extremely tough to watch. And as a fan, as a diehard fan, as someone who watches every single game, that's not something you ever want to see. And you hope that they bounce back and they come out with some sort of fire and passion. But it's like, why does it take that happening for a team to come out and play with some sort of fire and passion, right? Like what's the, what's it, mindfulness and joy and whatever else they got on the walls in the practice facility? Like why, why do you need to be getting that motivation like from, from the outside source, right? Like why aren't you getting that from within? Like it's insane. Like these are professional athletes. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy. It, it sucked. So hopefully they respond. And tonight, they get to play the first seeded um, Minnesota Timberwolves, who have a three-game cushion over the Oklahoma City Thunder. I hate the way the standings look. The standings, <laughs> like, the Pelicans could easily be in second place right now had they not dropped two games to the 12-seeded Utah Jazz and one game against the 12-seeded Chicago Bulls. Like, you should have won that game. Every single game matters, especially in a tight conference. At the end of the season, we're going to be looking back at those two Utah losses like, man, those would have helped to have some sort of tiebreaker or whatever have you. Like, these games matter, and people keep talking about, like, wouldn't you rather be at the top of the standings at the end of the season rather than the beginning? What what are we going to get at the top of the standings at any point? Like, we could could be there if we beat teams that we're supposed to beat. So those Jazz losses, I'm still holding on to those because that was ridiculous, you know? So, again, tonight – um, against the Minnesota Timberwolves. We're 0-2 so far against the Wolves this season. Um, tonight's going to be Zion's first time playing them. Um, he missed the first two games, I believe. One was for personal reasons, and the other one was for rest. So this will be his first time playing them this season. Last season, Zion absolutely punked Minnesota. 
Um, there's no reason that he shouldn't be able to do that again tonight. Um, Anthony Edwards is questionable, I believe, um, with some sort of like hip contusion or something like that. Uh, he's probably going to play. And whether he plays or not, this needs to be a game these guys get up for. Um, I don't know necessarily that it's a game that um, they will win. I think every game is winnable. Um, and they're, you know, like two and a half point favorites, but that's kind of like the normal for the home team. So um, I think Rudy Gobert has a tough time with Zion. And we saw what Zion did last time, um, you know, that home game where he took over at the end and scored the last, like, dozen plus points for the Pelicans. Um, and that was a tight game. And Minnesota always plays us tight. I feel like Rudy Gobert is always on the team that plays us tight. Like when we when he played in Utah, it was always a tight game at the end with them. And now he's in Minnesota and it's a tight game at the end. And they're, they're a really, really good team this season. Um, and at this particular moment, I don't know how much faith I have in the Pelicans to actually beat them, even though they really need a bounce back game, like badly. But after that, um, Wednesday night, we are rolling into Washington to play the Wizards. Um, I don't want to automatically count that as a win. Same as Friday night uh, against the Charlotte Hornets. I don't want to automatically count any of these games as a win. These are games that you should win in theory, but the other team's not just going to lay down and let you have it. And the Chicago Bulls game was a really, really um, good example of that. They're not just going to lay down and let you have it. So... Um, you know, we talk a lot about um, this December schedule and how it looks good. It looked easier, whatever have you. And so far, we're four games into December, I think. We're um, we're two and two. So we're playing 500 basketball per usual. Um, I would like to see them get a bigger cushion. I think uh, four and one was the biggest cushion we had over 500. We were four and one. Um, and then we dropped that game against um, the Atlanta Hawks when CJ got the you know, the fractured rib and the punctured lung and all that stuff. And since then, things have just been like <laughs> at 500 at all times. Like one game, we get two games over and we lose one or lose two, get back to 500. Like, it's just like, can we get some consistency, right? Like the Hawks have been doing that for years. The Hawks have been playing at 500. Like <laughs> they won't get a game or two above 500 and they won't get a game or two below. Like they're just going back and forth for like quite some time, I believe. Um, one thing I would like to see, though, moving forward into this week, um, I need to see Jordan Hawkins back in the regular rotation. Um, I get that we tried to do some sort of like shorter playoff rotation or something like that, but the way that he was playing, um, the, he was starting. Like, and I know he was starting because of injuries and things like that, but if you can trust him enough to start, but you can't trust him enough to go out there and get some buckets, um, you know, in, in a shortened rotation, like I just, I, I don't, I don't know what we're doing. And I get that, you know, some people would say he's a liability on defense, but like we need to score the other night we scored what, like 89 points, <laughs> like no one's scoring anything. <laughs> so don't wait until the fourth quarter to throw him out there and have him play all straight, you know, 12 minutes of that. Like we need some firepower. Matt Ryan's out still. He had the calf thing. Ten days later, it's elbow soreness, and now it's like a straight-up elbow strain. I have no idea what's going on with that. No idea when we're going to see this guy back. And they haven't addressed it. They haven't said, you know, any two-week evaluation or anything for the elbow. They haven't said anything about the elbow except that the issue exists. That's it. So would love to get these two three-point shooters back out there. Um, and we knew as people came back that some people's minutes were going to get cut. It just kind of seems like the right people's minutes aren't getting cut. I don't know. I mean, I think Monday against the Kings, Dyson Daniels played like six minutes or something. Like I am 
very confused, but I'll be tuned to see what we end up doing next. So, uh, what else is going on around the league? Tyrese Halliburton is, uh, he's turning into a star like right before our eyes. And I knew, I knew that he was good before. And, you know, we saw him in FIBA, um, and I felt like he was the better guard of the two between him and, uh, Jalen Brunson. And that's no, you know, no shade to Jalen Brunson, but Brunson don't really seem to want to pass the ball. And as a point guard, bro, you got to facilitate, you got to pass the ball. So, um, I like Tyrese Halliburton a lot. Uh, he's a pleasure to watch and, um, he's had like multiple games that he has over 10 assists, but no, uh, turnovers and the Pelicans would thrive with point guard play like that. I mean, he's, he's, he's really good. And, uh, it sucks that he got drafted one single spot before the Pelicans were able to pick in the 2020 draft. And I think I have nightmares about that draft, uh, at least once a month. <laughs> So, but, uh, I think the Pelicans front office has done a good job, um, you know, making up for that, that, that next draft in 2021 was the one where we really hit the jackpot. So anyhow, the, the Eastern standings, um, Boston's at the top with a one and a half game cushion on Orlando. Hello, Orlando magic and the Milwaukee bucks. Um, Orlando being up there at like the second seed is, is kind of cool to see. I like their squad a lot. Um, I like Paulo Bancaro. I'm a big Cole Anthony fan. Um, who's another guy that was in that 2020 draft. Um, I'm a big fan of his and he comes off the bench and gives those dudes buckets. Like I think he had 30 points off the bench the other night, if I'm not mistaken. So they're a lot of fun. Um, I wish them, you know, some success. I don't want to say continued success, but yeah, continued success through this season so far they're you know, they're building on some good stuff over there. Um, and then again, yeah, the Western Conference standings, Minnesota's at the top and they got three games ahead of Oklahoma City. And that's another one where it's like Oklahoma City, I don't feel the same way about them as I do about Orlando. And it could be because it's Oklahoma City and, you know, our team's history with them. Um, it could just be because I don't like Shea Gilders Alexander shooting so many free throws every game. <laughs> so there's just something about them that uh, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. But I mean, good for them. But um, they're where we should be. We could very well be in that in that spot right now had we taken care of business um, against teams that we should have been beating. And that I feel like that is always the story. But um, you know, it's December. It's December 11th. Um, a lot of people talk about December Zion. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see that guy. Uh, and hopefully we can string together some wins, man. I was talking to one of my buddies last night, Tyler, um, and he said that. Um, Hopefully we can string together, like we can win the next nine games. And I don't know about that, but if we can win like three, lose one, win a couple more, like you just got to string together a couple streaks, even if it's two at a time. But if you're losing two and losing three and whatever have you, that's, what's really going to bite you. But right now, um, you know, they're 12 and 11 through 23 games. Um, again, they are in the 10th seed and I think they've got a game and a half on the Warriors I think the Warriors are in the 11th seed. So they got a little bit of a cushion, but you don't want to fall out of that, uh, out of the play in, you don't want to fall out of the play in slots because this team, when they dig themselves in a hole, there's no telling if they're able to get out of it, especially in the Western conference with how tight the standings are. So, um, games 11 through 20, man, they went seven and three. I would love to see them turn games 21 through 30 around and go seven and three in that set. And right now through those first three games in this next set, we're one and 12. I mean, I'm sorry. We're one and two the God, not one and 12. Don't go back to those days. Games 21 through 23. We're one and two. So we would have to go what uh six and one the rest of the way um, in order to hit the seven and three mark for games 21 through 30. 
sorry if that's confusing. I know I'm throwing out a ton of numbers right now. I'm just like, I have it in front of me, so it's easier for me to visualize. And I just realized that I said a bunch of numbers to you um, close together. So hopefully you understood that. But um, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. They definitely need to, to bounce back. Um, if not tonight, for sure on Wednesday. I'd prefer tonight, but I can understand if they lose to a Minnesota team, that's a really good, um, no matter how much I hate Rudy Gobert. So hopefully uh, this team takes out some of their anger on um, on Minnesota. Are, are they angry? Are they angry? Are they angry? Like, I don't, I don't want to say that they don't care, but like, how angry are they? Because it's just, I don't know, man, you can't get punked like that. You can't get punked like that and not be angry. You just gotta, you gotta respond. They gotta respond. And they have to fix some of these bad habits that they have. Um, and I feel like so far they haven't shown us anything new really. So it's a, it's a long season. We're a quarter of the way through, um, but we can't coast, we can't cruise. We gotta start taking care of business. So hopefully here pretty soon, um, you know, now that we're healthy and it's funny because we talk about how different the team looks when they're healthy and we were pretty healthy on Thursday night and we got a healthy butt whipping too. So, um, hopefully they start to get into a groove, but if you made it this far into the episode, I appreciate you. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Pels and Whistles. I've been your host, Ro Myers. Uh, I will see you guys, uh, pretty soon. I think, uh, hopefully it'll give me something good to talk about before the end of this week. Uh, but until next time, take care. <laughs>